God bless day to you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. And we certainly live in a great day and time when we look with our spiritual eyes what God has done for us and made available to us. Being born again, filled with his spirit, saved by grace, we now live by faith of the Son of God who loved us and died for us and God having raised him from the dead so that we can live life in all its fullness. From a spiritual perspective and understanding, we are truly, truly blessed. It's when we engage with our carnal mind and look at the things of this world that we become discouraged and we don't think it's so great. But really, this is the greatest time to be alive since God created the heavens and the earth. And today is the day of salvation. Today is the day where we rejoice and we keep our hearts in that freedom. We stand fast in that liberty where Christ has made us free. We're not entangled again with the yoke of bondage, the things that bind us in this world, that keep our faith on a low level, that gets us discouraged, that hurts our hearts. But we focus on the good things that God has done for us through his Son, and that we truly are living at the right-hand side of God in Christ Jesus. And, you know, you are what you believe you are. And you will have what you believe you have. You'll be speaking that way, thinking that way, acting that way. And so when we get our minds lined up with the truth of who we are in Christ, then we can truly enjoy every single day in his peace, in his rest, in his stead. And we can certainly move in power and live above the world as we align ourselves with God and we keep our things in our life in the right perspective and order god is concerned about every detail of our life he's concerned about what we think he's concerned about how we live he wants us to really be blessed now jesus christ said i am come that they might have a life and have more life more and abundantly okay so this life is the fullness of life the joy the excitement of life and living and the expectation we can have on god and when we put our expectation on the world or other people we always will be disappointed but when we put our expectation on god and we keep our confidence there we say what god wants us to say we speak the things that god puts in our heart to speak we believe those promises to us we say those promises to us so god is concerned about us enjoying our life and when we're not living it right then he has perfect words to help us get back so that we can receive everything that he's made available to us because he's a loving god you know through the mouth of paul you know he said my god shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by christ jesus well god's not a liar god has supplied all your need according to his glorious riches and his wealth and his riches are endless and they're spiritual and when we receive these words which are spiritual then the manifestation of those promises can become evident in our life but it's up to us it's up to us to line our hearts and minds with the truth where we put our focus where we put our energy what we allow in our lives who we allow around us and where our focus is you know god wants us completely focused with him because he's got the best plan he's got the best path he's got that exciting life for us to enjoy every single day even when we're on our own that we can be so so happy and we can be so blessed not concerned about anything because god doesn't want us to be concerned about everything except that we just keep our focus with him and we do the things that he's working in our hearts and we're obedient to his voice so i just wanted to you know share this with you what was in my heart 
and God wants us to walk in his power walk in his love walk in his joy walk in his peace walk in his abundance to manifest these great things that God has for us these great qualities of life and living our hearts our minds our actions our manners our, uh, the things that we have in our life God wants us to be those living epistles to show just how good he is and God is a good God and you've got to remember he's a good God always and he loves you and you're always before his face and he's not judging you he's not condemning you he's not putting you down and it's all by his grace in other words God does the work it's God's unmerited to find favor to you and it's activated when you believe you know God even works when we're not believing his mercy and grace goes to work in our lives he's always working with our faith building us up encouraging us we know in 2nd Timothy 3:16 it says that all scripture is given by inspiration of God it's God breathed and it's profitable it's beneficial for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness the words from God will encourage you you know where there's no vision the people wander aimlessly but God gives us vision God gives us direction and it's through what he's instructed in the scriptures for us today in the church epistles and how he's working with us in lifetime daily see our life is a living relationship with the living God the creators of the heavens and the earth through his son Jesus Christ and as he is Jesus Christ so are we in this world today and we can live that lifestyle and it comes through practicing many people hear the words from God what God has spoken but they don't practice it or they begin to practice it but get discouraged and stop practicing but it's just through daily staying with God and practicing what God is showing us to do now that we can start manifesting the spiritual realities which are invisible we can't physically see them but they become visible they come into the physical where we can see the fruit of us staying with God and doing the things that he's working in our hearts God wants that living relationship with you God is our heavenly father and so that word father indicates our relationship to God that God is our father he loves you dearly he wants you to bring everything to him he wants you to share your concerns and your doubts he wants them you to give them all to him to trust him and he's so pleased when we take everything to him and then he takes care of that when we leave it with him and just like a child going to their dad or their mom you know they go for the encouragement they go for reassurance we can go to God for the same thing because he's our father Haggai chapter 1 verses 1 in the second year of Darius the king in the sixth month in the first day of the month came the word of the Lord it wasn't written down it came by inspiration of God by Haggai the prophet it came from God to Haggai the prophet unto Zerubbabel the son of Shetel the governor of Judah and to Joshua the son of Joshua the high priest saying thus speaketh the Lord of hosts saying this people say the time is not come the time that the Lord's house should be built then the word of the Lord by Haggai the prophet saying is it time for you O ye to dwell in your sealed houses and this house lie waste now therefore thus saith the Lord of hosts 
consider your ways, consider how you're living, consider what you're doing. You have sown much and bring in little. You eat, but you have not enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You're clothed, but there is none warm. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put it into bag with holes. They were earning their money, but it was going nowhere. It was like putting it into a bag with holes. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Why is this? Why ain't things gelling for me? Why ain't things working for me? What is it, God? Taking that to God, what is it, God? See, these guys didn't take these things to God, but God came to them to show them, to help them, to encourage them. He could see what was wrong, and he loved them so much he wanted to put the things right. And that's what God does in our life, right? And God says in verse 8, Go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the house, and I will take pleasure in it. And I will be glorified, saith the Lord. Ye look for much, and lo, it came to little. And when you brought it home, I did blow upon it. God blew upon it. All their efforts, he blew upon it like it was nothing. Why, saith the Lord of hosts, because of my house that it waste. And ye run every man unto your own house. You're just forgetting about my work, and you're just doing your own thing living your own lives, taking care of your own self, concerned about your life and your business rather than me first. Therefore, because of that, God says, the heaven over you is stayed from dew, and the earth is stayed from her fruit. And God said, and I called for a drought upon the land, and upon the mountains, and upon the corn, and upon the new wine, and upon the hill, and upon that which the ground bringeth forth, and upon men, and upon cattle, and upon all the labours of the hands. So God brought for a drought. In other words, what they done did not prosper. What they done was not fruitful. It wasn't fruitful in the land, it wasn't fruitful in the mountains, the fields wasn't fruitful, the new wine wasn't fruitful, the oil wasn't fruitful, the ground wasn't fruitful, men wasn't fruitful, the cattle wasn't fruitful, their labours wasn't fruitful. God said, I called for that. I called for the drought. In other words, everything dried up. And why did God do that? Because he wanted to get their attention. He wanted to show them the necessary thing. We know in Matthew 6, 33, it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things, all the needs, shall be added unto you. To me, this speaks loud. It was like when God called me to go full-time. He said, Lawrence, you take care of my business, and I take care of your business. God wanted me to focus on his business and not my business. So when I put my attention to God's business, he took care of everything that I needed in my life to make me happy, to make me blessed, that my needs were met. And he does it uh, super abundantly too. And this is what you're saying. I call for it. I call for these things to happen to get your attention. So what happened after that? Verse 12 says, Then Serubabal, the son of Shetal, and Joshua, the son of Joshak, the high priest, with all the remnants of the people, obeyed the voice of the Lord their God, and the words of Haggai the prophet, as the Lord their God had sent him, and the people did fear before the Lord. So number one, they obeyed what God was saying, and the words through the prophet, because they could have looked at the prophet and said, well, you're just a man. Again, they received the words of uh, Haggai the prophet as the word of God, just like Paul said, 
in Thessalonica we give thanks to God that when you heard the word from us you received it not as the words of man but as it is in truth the word of God which is effective in you that believe so now the words that God was speaking here the instruction God was given could be effective in those ones that believed those ones that done what God said which was to bring the word and everything that God commanded them to do by the prophet Haggai then spake Haggai the Lord's messenger in the Lord's message unto people saying I am with you saith the Lord so God wasn't angry at them he was correcting them and giving them instruction okay so there was reproof correction and instruction what to do and when we do what God puts in our heart when we follow what we're being encouraged to do not only from the scriptures what is addressed to us today but what God's working in his men and women that are speaking for God throughout the world those men and women that you're connected to that you're listening to when you follow that encouragement not because of them but because of the words what God is giving then you prosper you get blessed the things that you do will become very fruitful the life that you'll start to live will be that life which is more abundant that God has made available to us through Christ Jesus we have that life it's all there in the spiritual waiting to be manifested into the physical and it's through us putting God first with all of our heart not out of religious duty not out of um, you know fear but out of love that we want God first in our life we want to do what God wants us to do because we know without God we don't have nothing we are nothing God first loved us so that we could love him we're so thankful to God that we want to live our life before him we want to see other men and women come from darkness to light to be saved to come to a knowledge of the truth the truth that God is good and God loves them and they can have a great life with God and that they can be the witnesses for God of his mercy his grace his power his healing his deliverance his provision and the way that God takes care of all of us so though the children of Israel were under the law at this time we we see God's love and grace here very much and where do we see God's love and grace in this record it was in the correction to the people through the prophet Haggai God through his servant the prophet Haggai spoke to the people pointing out their ways of life and living God's people were busy about building their own houses and putting themselves before the things of God so at this time they were building their own houses taking care of their own lives but God's temple was being neglected wasn't being built because they were too much focused on their own needs and building their own lives and not doing the work of God God started by telling them to consider your ways in other words God was saying think about how you're living look at the priorities in your life they're not in order and then so God told them what the problem was then gave them sol the solution what to do now do this and when they responded they all listened and responded then God prospered them God blessed them so God lovely points out to them what they're doing wrong God says you have worked hard and so much but bringing little you eat but you are not satisfied you drink but it's never quite enough you have clothes but it doesn't keep you warm or satisfy you and the money that you're earning you know you're working so hard is going nowhere it's like just water going down the drain and it doesn't satisfy you you're dried up and you wonder where it's all gone so God is a God of abundance it's not his heart for any of us to be without in any area of our lives God wants us prospered spiritually mentally physically in our hearts in our emotions in our relationships in our dealings with God in our dealings with people in our dealings with our families he wants us to be so happy he wants your joy to be full 
and it is when we go to God first when we stay with God all the things that we've been encouraging through the year like staying with God living from the right hand of God this is the life that God really wants you to live and he'll provide all the things that you desire <coughs> he wants you to have them when we put God first he'll give you the desires of your heart the blessings of the Lord make it rich and addeth no sorrow with them a lot of people get rich in this world but there's lots of sorrows they got that come with it but with God he prospers you and the prosperity starts in the heart abundance starts in the heart and it's rich towards God and keeping him first like he doesn't want you dried up he wants you living in the rivers of life his life and really enjoying every single day and you can and when you decide to put God first with all your heart if you're not when you decide to do that then you'll start to see the fruits of living with God every day in that relationship doing the things that he's inspiring you to do opening your mouth and speaking when he wants you to speak blessing people being an encouragement being that light in this world we see in first eight that God through his servant the prophet Haggai told them what they needed to do to change the situation that they were in he told them go and get the wood and focus on building my house this is the first priority this will bless me God says and I can be happy with this why because God would be first it took God's man the prophet Haggai to be obedient to God to tell the people how the things were and to speak up and show the people why the things wasn't happening for them and what to do to change the outcome in their life and living God was working in Haggai the prophet giving him the perfect what to do and what to say to the people in lifetime God was speaking to the people through Haggai in lifetime so the people if they listened would be greatly blessed and prospered it doesn't bring glory to God when we're struggling it doesn't bring glory to God when we're always in lack it doesn't bring glory to God if we're suffering in our health but what brings glory to God is when we listen to what he's saying encouraging through his men and women today and knowing what's available to us and we submit unto God and you know we resist the devils in the errors not to submit and we just stay with God and we do what God says then that healing comes then that prosperity comes then that abundant comes that's what brings glory to God our lives lived as sons of God in this earth today you see God has not changed he is working in his believing men and women today to speak forth to his people give him perfect words and encouragement in lifetime giving direction and encouragement and if we receive it with a humble heart and then practice those simple things God brings great deliverance and direction and answer and great joy as well as all needs met abundantly in daily living as we practice daily what God is directing for us for right now see we're to do what God inspires us to do every single day just do what God puts in your heart every day stay in that relationship with him expect great things from God do not accept the negativity you don't have to accept that is not from God God wants you to be happy and it's available happy every day to have a good journey for life God wants you to prosper and have a good journey through life and he wants you to be blessed he wants you to be successful in any endeavor that you put your heart and mind to and that God is leading you to do see God needs people today that look to him that believe him and those that speak for him 
to stand up and speak forth what is right and what is needed as God leads them, as God energizes them by the Spirit, just like we see God energizing Haggai the prophet. So not in a legalistic way, because everyone's free. Right? We don't tell people, you've got to do this. We just say, if you do this, then you're going to be blessed. You're going to see the fruit. You're going to benefit. So we speak that truth in love. We show God's people what is good so that they can be blessed. They can prosper. They can have joy. They can see healing. They can be those powerhouses for God. And when we do it God's way, then God's work gets done swiftly. See, it's not about building our own empires, our own great houses. Even though God wants us to have those things, God has to be first. God wants you to have the best things in life. And you can have them when he's first. When you, from your genuine heart of love towards God, want to do the things. And you're willing to listen. You're willing to receive instruction and encouragement. You're willing to put it to work for you in your daily living, then you're going to get so blessed. See, we're not under a man. We're not under a ministry. We're not under a woman. Okay, but God will have you go to learn certain places, certain men and women, that you will get really blessed. He will cater to your needs. And so when people connect where God shows them to connect, their needs are going to be catered for, what they need to hear, what they need to receive to do, so that they can manifest what God wants them to manifest, and that they can do the work of God perfectly, and the body of Christ is increased. So today we're not building a physical temple, we're building the body of Christ by doing what God wants us to do. And so to really live for God takes a commitment and a desire from the heart to please Him. When God is first priority in everything before our pleasures and want, when God is first, then God will absolutely bless us abundantly and prosperous. The things that we want, we have. The desires that we want, we have. Because we got the things in order. And in the book of Haggai, when we read the things were not in order, and God was telling the prophet to tell the people, if they do these things, if they follow what I'm saying now, they follow your words, then they're going to get what they desire. They don't have to work so hard for it. And they don't have to neglect me, because they got me first. So God wants us to really be blessed, to live the happy-filled life. And it's available. When we seek God with all our heart, from a genuine heart, and keep Him first in everything, all of our needs will be met. Everything will be added unto us. New people will come to this one true living God, and He can become their Father. And He can bless them and take care of them. And we can be really pleasing, and we can be so blessed and fruitful. So if anyone's going through a dry spell, you know, God just put this in my heart to share. So there must be people going through a dry spell. Maybe it's in your mind, in your heart, or your relationships, or your finances, or your fellowship. It just seems to be, you know, stagnant. If anyone's going through a dry spell in their life right now, nothing seems to be happening, then it's a good thing to check yourself where we are in our hearts and minds and check how we are really living. In other words, just like it was said in the book of Haggai, consider your ways consider what you're doing what you meditate upon how you're living how you're dealing with people what's your relationship with god like consider the things this is great encouragement for those that just really seemed a bit stagnant at the moment seemed like things may be drying up god wants you to come back to sound words sound doctrine and do those things which he works in your heart to be led by the spirit of god first lemon god said again through his man the prophet haggai i god called for the drought upon the land and the mountains and the corn and the new wine and the oil and the ground and the cattle and all the works of their hand god wanted their attention 
and for them to follow him and for them to put him first and God wanted them to go to him for their needs and it's the same for us today we are to be led by the spirit of God we're to rely upon him and do those things that he puts in our hearts to do God really wants us to trust him to be confident in him and when we decide that I'm going to live my life for God I'm going to do daily what he puts in my heart to do and I'm going to follow the encouragement that I'm being given and allow God to work in me and show me how to apply those words I've received and the understanding of it. When you start to do, the understanding comes. And I just, on a personal note, like again, when God was calling me to give up my job to work for him, God said to me, Lawrence, you take care of my business and I will take care of your business. And it's true. We put God first. He takes care of what we need to do. See, our business is the Father's business. We're fellow laborers together with God. We work along with God. We take God's business like it's our own business. We treat it like it's our own business because it's our Father's business. So we're going to take great care of it. And God is taking care of me as I look to him and do what he shows me to do. And God is the same yesterday, today and forever, right? And God is faithful to his word and promises. What God will do for me, he will do for you. As God is not a respecter of persons. That God wants us to take care of his business whether you're a full-time minister or not. Whether you think you're a gift minister or not, you're a son and daughter of God, and God wants you to have him first. See, God doesn't change because the administrations have changed. Our God is just and righteous and loving and compassionate God. He is a God of love and light, grace, truth and mercy. He's a God of abundance. He's a kind God. And we see God's heart expressed here in the book of Haggai. He loved his people. He wanted them to really prosper, but he could see that they had their priorities back to front. And we see the same in Malachi chapter 3, same thing. People were not bringing their tithes or offerings. God said, you robbed me. And the people said, where do we rob you? In tithes and offerings. But now bring me all the tithes and offerings to see if I won't pour you out a great blessing. God says, look, just do what I'm showing you to do. You'll have everything you desire and more. <laughs> that there's not enough room to receive it. So God wants us to live unto him, not out of fear, but out of love and faith. See, we have sonship, which means we're sons and daughters of God and God is our, our father. And I love that so much. God is our father. So God has really set out for us the blessings and the benefits to us and to him when we decide from our hearts to follow the best way, which is God's way. And God has given us a perfect way to live now. He doesn't want us to stay living like we were before we were born again. He wants us to live the new life in newness of life, happy life, happyville. And it really is available. So there's not a lot of difference from Haggai's day to our day in the respect of that people are looking out for themselves and following their own way. Moving in the things which are seen and the things which are temporal. The things which we see in this life, they're temporal, they're temporary. And there are many believers living like there's nothing happening. And they're struggling or they're in conflict with others. And many other reasons they may not be fruitful or happy or joyful like they really can be because they're sons and daughters of God now. So many are asking why God isn't doing this or do that. And if you're asking why God isn't doing this or doing that, then I encourage you to consider your ways. If you're saying to yourself today, well, you know, why isn't God doing this? Why isn't this happened? Consider your ways. Are your ways God's ways? Are you free in your heart? 
And are you following the encouragement God has given to you? Are you practicing in your daily life the things that God is encouraging? See, there was a time when things dried up for me, but God never left me, or for certainly he always loved me. But God got me to a place where I considered my ways. God was able to show me I was doing things my way, which I thought was great, but it was not producing fruit or the benefits or blessings that God wanted me to have. But as I became humble and I asked God, what should I do? Where should I connect? Where should I learn? What do I need to change? God was able to take me step by step and show me what I needed to do. And as I took each step, things became clearer. The direction was in front of me step by step and the blessings and the encouragement from God increased each day. God showed me and spoke to my heart, Lawrence, say what you want, not what you see. I had to know what I wanted, what was the best for me, for my life, for my family. I knew the one thing I wanted and that was to live for God, to walk with God, to speak for God, to encourage and help other people but I realised I needed to be helped by God in my walk and, and the direction he wanted me to take. That took going to God every day and I began to realise I was doing things my way and other people's way. See God put it in my heart I needed to connect where someone was walking with him and being consistently fruitful and God showed me where I should be connecting for encouragement and sound words from him. When I followed God's direction and took each step that God gave me it was not long before I was where I needed to be with the right people and the right place in my heart to receive and do and practice what I was being encouraged and I have not and will not look back. I will not look back now because I know I'm in the right place. I considered my ways and I started to follow God's way. The areas in my life that I wanted peace and strength and direction from God, I now have. I realize my life as a believer is not about my will or somebody else's will, but it's about God's will. That his will be done in my life and that all I needed to do is what God was leading and showing me to do. When we do what God has shown us, we will not have to second guess. Am I doing the right thing? Am I connecting in the right place? Am I following God's plans for my life? You will have a knowing and a certainty within your heart and the fruit and you'll have peace. So when we stop hearing all other voices in the world, what we should do and what we shouldn't do, where we should go and simply do what God is encouraging, then we will begin to grow and flourish. God blessed the people when they were attending to his house first and God made sure their houses were blessed and abundant and they, the people, were prospering with God when they took care of God's business he took care of their business. See, God is faithful and we can really live the heavenly lifestyle now. We have the spirit of the living God dwelling in us so we can live power-filled lives. God wants us to have a great journey through this life. He wants us healthy. He wants us wealthy. He wants us to manifest forth his blessings to others. And we are blessed to be a blessing. These are the true realities. So if things seem like they have dried up, for you then you've got to look at the contrast of what God is saying for you and what his heart is for you seek his ways and not your own allow God to go to work for you in mighty ways like I, I've always have said if you're getting the same negative results you need to change what you're doing consider your ways and see if they are God's ways then the simple decision to follow God's ways will change your life for the better because I know it, it's done it for me and my life is just so blessed. I've just got no words to describe it now. And so my encouragement to you is to practice what you're being encouraged from God daily and the fruit will show up because God's way is perfect. God is faithful and he's given to us everything to manifest forth 
his success in our life. So again, I'll say it one more time. If things seem to be a bit slow or dried up or not going how you thought, then consider your ways. Go to God. Ask him to show you. Connect where you're going to get sound words. Practice the things that you're being encouraged. Just practice every day the things that you can practice with God. Confessions, saying what you want, not what you see. Declaring the promises of God over your life rather than the negatives that are going on in your life. And when we do this, we just stay with God. Don't let your emotions override you. Bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Then, man, you're going to start to move with some momentum with God. You're going to start to see God bless you as you follow his steps, as you follow what he's directing. And so this was my encouragement. This was what was in my heart.